Yo, what's going on guys? My name is Chandler, the Geek Slays, and today we are back with episode 86 of the Scuffed Ass Podcast. Second week on YouTube, so that's exciting. Um, we're still out here. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna be straight up, oh, I'm gonna be straight up and I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Um, the... YouTube switch has been strange. It's a tough thing to get used to for sure. Um, but the, the, the viewership's been weird because it is down compared to what it was on Twitch. And I expected that because I mean, there's still probably a lot of people who follow me on Twitch who don't know that we made the switch. Um, even though I've talked about it a ton, you know. You never know who's seen your tweets or who's seen the Discord or who's actually been able to be in Twitch streams where I've talked about it. But, you know, but I expected viewership to be not the best for a while. You know, I'm basically building the Scuffed As podcast as its own brand on YouTube now. Like, it's its own entity, own Twitter, own channel, own everything. So that's a whole new different style of thing that we've had to learn and do and deal with. Um, so, I mean, I'm not surprised by it, but it is different for sure. It's different. And yeah, um, but I mean, so I am not fully prepared like I, I didn't write a script or bring up a ton of talking points um, for this plan or for today's episode for what we're going to talk about for whatever but we're here um, I guess we do got some stuff to jump into first of all Twitch had a leak this morning which is interesting um, so Twitch tweeted out about five hours ago, which would have been about 10 a.m. Mountain Time, um, and said, we can confirm a breach has taken place. Our teams are working with urgency to understand the extent of this. We will update the community as soon as additional information is available. Thank you for bearing with us. Which is interesting. I didn't know we were bearing with them, but okay. And it's been five hours. They haven't posted an update. But, I mean, it's been a super weird day. So, like, the list of, like, your Twitch account's password might be leaked now. So, if you have a Twitch account, change your password quickly. Um, I still have to do that, actually. But I'll worry about that after this stream. Um, you need to change your passwords. But the other thing that was available was the creator payouts from Twitch. So my payouts just became public. Tim the Tatman's XQC's. And it shows like XQC made 10 million bucks total since like 2016 on just subs and bits, which is insane. That's like, that's a ton of money. But there are some people freaking out over it. And it's like the information has always been kind of public. Like my sub count number is public. You can figure that out. You can see that on Twitch, I have 22 subscribers. So if you times that by 
50% of what the subscribed price is, which would be $2.50, that's how much I earn off of those subs. Because I'm an affiliate, so Twitch still gets 50% of my revenue. Uh, so, I mean, it's not that, that hard to figure out. Uh, it It is funny. A lot of people are... Um, getting shit on by their communities for being poor because they don't fall in the top 100 uh, highest paid creators. Courage made a joke out of it. I didn't make it on Twitch's top 100, or 100 earning list for the last two years. Not sure why. Come watch me to make me feel better. And then he put his YouTube link. XQC is just dominating Twitch's charts. Um, I mean, everybody is making fun of Twitch, but I do want to keep saying to everyone, I'm even going to tweet it out right now, don't forget to go change your Twitch password. Don't forget to go change your Twitch password. That is going to be an important thing. But I mean, man, Twitch is making it tough every single fucking day. Every single day. They make me want to leave them even more. Like, they make me not want to be on Twitch even more every single day. All of them. Every day. Um, so, yeah. It's, it's, it's a wild time out here. Um, then we got a bunch of other news. Uh, sports news. Um, urban, the whole Urban Meyer situation is surprising. Um, urban... is not ready to be an NFL coach. Not everybody just gets ready. I mean, he, for the last, what, 20 years, has just coached college players. He has control over their entire lives. Everything they do, everything they say, Urban is in control of. That's not how it works in the NFL. Like, the players are their own dudes. They can tell you to fuck off. They can talk some shit. Uh, you know, it's 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 a much different style of player. And I don't think Urban was ready to handle players who have reign, free reign over their own lives. And that's why the reports are saying that Urban Meyer has lost the locker room. He's lost the organization. Jacksonville's just kind of done with him. Hoon, how you doing, my friend? It's good to see you there. Yeah, I mean, Urban is just not going to be the Jaguars coach for much longer. It doesn't look great. Matt Nagy, as the Bears head coach, is just dumb. Literally a day ago, he was talking about how we're going to stick with Andy Dalton if he gets healthy. And today he goes, Justin Fields is the starter moving forward. So 
I guess. I guess you weren't sticking with Andy Dalton, huh? You're going to do exactly what everybody said you should because you're scared to lose your job. It, it's it's interesting, but you're an offensive guru who's bad at offense. I don't know. I don't know what the point of it is. It's It's interesting, that's for sure. But I... I don't know. The Panthers just traded a sixth-round pick for Stephon Gilmore. The Patriots absolutely fucked themselves because they announced like three hours before that they were going to cut him, and then they traded him for a sixth-round pick. You could have probably got like a first-round pick out of him, but instead you let teams know you don't want him at all anymore so they don't have to pay you what you think they want. Which is nuts. But. That Panthers cornerback room is insane. You got Gilmore. You got Dante Jackson. You have A.J. Boye. You got J.C. Horn when he comes back healthy. You got Rashawn Melvin. And then, I mean, your safeties are good. Carolina is really pushing for this year. And, you know, you just, you love to see it. You really do. You love to see a team trying to get better, especially when you're like me, watch the Vikings and they don't even try. Are we finally going to get Anthony Barr back? He's finally a full participant in practice, so that's good. Week seven is when Stefan Gilmore is expected to play for the Panthers. That'll be against the Giants. That's interesting. That's interesting. Um, I'm, I'm also very confused at the... Um, what am I confused about? I am very confused. I just totally lost the plot. I totally forgot what I was thinking about. Ah, uh, Jesus. Um, wow. Okay, so I can move to this because it, it annoyed me. So there was this guy, right? He's talking about Tim Tebow. His name is Nick Adams. When you click on his Twitter profile, the first thing in his bio is best-selling author endorsed by President Trump. That's the first thing. His banner picture literally is just pictures of him. And then with big text, it says President Trump's favorite author. Okay. Um, he tweets out, because you know how big brain this guy must be. Richard Sherman was charged with five misdemeanors, including resisting arrest and a DUI. Now he's starting for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tim Tebow is a national champion, Heisman-winning quarterback slash tight end who is also a devout Christian, and the NFL has blackballed him. Boycott the NFL. First of all, you dumb motherfucker. Richard Sherman. Yeah, you can talk about the five misdemeanors he had in the offseason. Sure. But here's the thing. 
Richard Sherman is one of the greatest corners to ever play football. Ever. Tim Tebow is one of the worst quarterbacks to ever play in the NFL. He did not get blackballed. He was on multiple different teams. He played for the Broncos, played for the Jets, the Eagles, the Patriots, the Jaguars. You're seeing a theme here. He got five shots, and he failed every one of them. He got another shot to play professional baseball and failed. Because all we've seen since college from Tim Tebow is him failing to do anything. Sure, is Tim Tebow a good guy? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe he is. Maybe he's not. There's probably no way we'll ever find out. But what I do know is the fact that you're a Christian and were good in college doesn't mean you're going to be good in the NFL. If college numbers mattered, Brady would be bad. Jamarcus Russell may have been one of the greatest NFL quarterbacks of all time. But hey, dumbass, that's not how it fucking works. Tebow never figured out how to play football at the highest level. That's tough. It really is. But what do you want to do? But you can't sit there and call for Tim Tebow to get more chances and tell me he deserves to be on a roster while also spewing that Colin Kaepernick doesn't belong in the NFL. You can't. Because Cap proved more in the NFL than Tebow ever did. Cap led a team to a Super Bowl. Cap played one of the greatest NFL games of all time. Like, he had one of the best performances in an NFL game of all time. Like, let me read you the stats. I got to find this. So the 49ers, this would have been in 2013. 49ers beat the Packers 45-31 to in the playoffs. Colin Kaepernick ran for a quarterback playoff record 181 yards and two touchdowns. He then threw two scoring passes to Michael Crabtree. He finished the game 26 of 39, 257 yards passing. Huh, that's... 200 yards rushing, 200 yards passing. It's one of the greatest games we've ever seen. At that time, nobody had done that. Now we got guys who can do that. Lamar could do that. Kyler Murray could do that. Justin Fields could probably do that eventually. But, I mean, you can't try to sit there and tell me that Tebow was good enough to get a second chance because he wasn't. and then say Kaepernick wasn't good enough while well, he most definitely was. But then this guy took it to a weird place that he shouldn't have taken it to. He goes, I stand by everything I've said about Tebow and Sherman. The NFL lifts up anti-American criminals and tears down patriotic Christians. Why were the only people he referenced as criminals? Black people, people of color. He references Kareem Hunt, Tyree Kill, Richard Sherman... Okay. When he talks about, you know, patriotic Christians, it's Tim Tebow, it's Derek Carr, it's, I don't even know who else he said, but I mean, you're going to just leave out the actual pieces of shit. Like, 
Ben Roethlisberger, terrible human being. But he doesn't get to have any blame put on him. He doesn't get called out for being awful, you know? And it it's just weird to me. Thank you. So this, the Palmer report, it it's a verified account on Twitter. I don't know who they are. But they go, Tim Tebow got chances with five NFL teams even though he performed worse at every stop. Kaepernick took his team to the Super Bowl and never got another chance with another team. We all know who got special privilege and who got blackballed, which is true. Um... You know, I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. But, I mean, the whole thing with Kaepernick, even some of this Tim Tebow stuff, um, it doesn't make sense. None of it has ever made sense. (laughs) Pro Football Talk tweeted out, yes, Tim Tebow was blackballed for being a devout Christian indeed. The NFL contains no devout Christians and frowns upon any and all references to God and Jesus. That's not true at all, but you can tell it was sarcasm. I know a lot of people don't get that, but... All right. Interesting. Yeah, there are the a, a huge amount of people who missed the sarcasm there. But it makes no sense. I mean, I don't know. I think it's dumb to consider sorry bless me bless you thank you all that stuff but I think it's impossibly difficult to consider one person as being blackballed and the other person who absolutely actually was blackballed to just be chillin' and be cool, you know? I mean, Tim Tebow never got banned. He just sucked. There's a big difference. Everybody's trying to say his faith is what got him kicked out of the league. No, it didn't. The fact that he's shitty at football is what got him out of the league. He's a good person, but a shitty football player who's been given more chances than anybody. Like, I don't get it. Like, I I don't know what the point of talking or arguing with these people is because they absolutely do not give a fuck about actual fact, about observable evidence. All they care about is to twist this narrative into somehow 
Christians the most oppressive group of people in world history are being oppressed all of a sudden. No. You just don't fucking matter anymore. That being a Christian or being a man of God doesn't mean shit anymore. It doesn't make you a good person. It doesn't make you better than anyone else. You're you're just some dude. Like And when it comes to football, you have to be a better football player than everybody else to be able to make it on a team. When it comes to streaming, you have to be a better entertainer or better at video games or better than everyone at something or you're not going to make it. Or you just have to be willing to put in the work to get better at everything you do. Doesn't seem to be a ton of other stuff going on in the interwebs world, which is tough. But I mean, I want to, I don't know. I don't know what I want. I want to get better at getting guests on the show. We've been doing a better job, but. Me having to do the podcast solo can't be the most interesting thing. I mean, it needs, uh, we need a little more from having guests on because it just allows a different dynamic. I mean, from what I've seen, you guys love the podcast with Eero. People like the podcast with Judo. You know, some people miss the podcasts with Wonder, but... You know, it is what it is. Um, I don't know. But I also need to do some more work for my stuff. I need to reach out to some brands. I got to... I got to keep working and getting better because I don't want to be complacent and just sit here, come in, stream every day, do the same thing every day, get complacent and never try to continue growing. I need to figure out different ideas for different things. I need to do better at a lot of stuff for sure. But, you know, it is what it is. It has been zero days since Twitch has done something stupid. True. True, 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 true. Oof. Devin Hester explains why he said Jay Cutler is the worst leader he ever played with. He's, Devin Hester said, quote, Jay could do everything. It's just leadership that he lacked. He was standoffish. He may have had one or two guys that he talked to. Which is interesting. Brandon Marshall must have been one of those two guys. 
But, I mean, Devin Hester's right. Brandon Marshall was great. Or, or no. Jay Cutler was great. He could make every throw. He could make plays. He just wasn't a leader. He couldn't rally the troops, you know? Uh, we got a new Zombies map tomorrow, so look out for that. Uh, I don't know what time I'll be live, but I will be live tomorrow, which is different, to play Zombies. So, be there, be square. Oof, I... Ooh, the Packers are interested in signing former Cowboys Pro Bowl linebacker Jalen Smith. Um, so that's interesting. Matt LaFleur was at Notre Dame with Smith and is a fan. Multiple teams are still in the mix as well. It's not over yet. I mean, everybody's talking about how bad he was, but he was great up until last year, the pandemic year, when, I mean, everyone on the Cowboys defense fucking sucked. Trayvon Diggs looked bad. Now y'all idiots are calling him the best corner in the NFL. Like, I, I think the shitty defensive coordinator, who I can't remember, might have been the reason. You know? And then this year, I mean, you got Micah Parsons, Leighton Vander Esch, Keanu Neal. I mean, you. There's not a lot of room for him to get snaps. I get why the Cowboys released him. It was because he couldn't get the snaps, and it's not worth paying a guy nine million dollars to not play. I mean, uh, I don't know. I, I don't see Jalen Smith as as bad as most people think, but I think give him a better system, he will be better. Um, I'm still excited, but back to the zombies thing. We all get to finish the Forsaken Easter egg tomorrow, and it'll mark the end of Cold War Zombies, which wasn't that great. J Mr. Dalek JD is congratulating Treyarch on an incredible job delivering a fantastic game during a global pandemic. Got nothing but immense love for them in Cold War. Cold War was bad, man. Cold War Zombies was not good. I'm a big zombies guy. It's what I love, but it's bad. Like, I don't I don't know what else I can say about it. Oh, right. That's another interesting sports topic. The Denver Broncos Baltimore Ravens game. First of all, I want to say to everyone who thought Drew Locke was better than Teddy Bridgewater, you feel stupid now, don't you? Teddy made that Broncos offense look like the best offense in the league. He gets a concussion, and Drew Locke makes it the worst offense in the league because Drew Locke is that fucking bad. Like, he's bad. 
but at the end of the game, the Ravens ran the ball instead of taking a knee to get their 100 yards rushing in a game. And everybody wants to put an asterisk next to that record. Everybody wants to talk about, you know, that's just not good football. You're, you don't care about the safety of your players. Um, but I mean, I don't see it as a problem that the Ravens want to extend the streak or do any of that. Like, the Ravens want to break that 70s Steelers record. My question is, did the 70s Steelers ever do that? Because if they ever ran the ball at the end of the game to get over 100 yards, then everyone who's arguing about how, you know, the Steelers are still the record holder in my book can shove it up their ass. Um, yeah, they ran for five yards instead of taking the knee to run out the clock, finishing with 102 yards rushing. Tying um, the 74 through 77 Steelers for the record. You know, and the Broncos head coach is pissed off about it. But, I mean, if you want to talk about taking the knee, you were still throwing for it with 20 seconds left in your own territory on fourth down. I mean, you could have just ran out the clock too, but... Until the clock hits zero, it's still football. Nobody is required to take a knee. You're just being a whiny bitch about it. So, I don't know. So, I don't... I don't see it as as big of a deal as everybody else is trying to make it out to be, but... I mean, if that's what it has to be is this big deal that matters. Ugh. That matters a lot, but... Ooh. Ghostface arrives in Call of Duty on October 19th. That's interesting. That's a cool collaboration. The thing people don't get about Boston is that, yes, it's wildly expensive. Yes, it's freezing. And yes, it's difficult to navigate and the people are unfriendly. But the food, also not good. <laughs> it's great. I love it. It's a great tweet. It's a great tweet. Everybody's talking about Twitch still, lots of people are playing Battlefield 2042. The beta, I won't be, but whatever. Tom Brady broke Drew Brees' all-time passing record. I mean, which isn't surprising. The man's been playing football for 80 years. And the state of Massachusetts just sucks in general. Oof! That's big ouchies. Sorry, my allergies are beating my ass right now. But 
right, let's see here. Uh, first month NFL awards. Let's argue these if there is anything to argue. Coach of the year, Brandon Staley of the Chargers. I don't hate that. I could see it. I could see it. MVP, Kyler Murray. Yeah, he was my MVP pick going into the year. Comeback player of the year is Dak. Yes. Offensive player of the year is Derrick Henry. I could see an argument for a guy like Mike uh, Mike Williams on the on the Chargers. I could see an argument for. Sorry, trying to think here. Um, Matthew Stafford, honestly, could be there. But I don't hate the Derrick Henry pick. Defensive player of the year, Trayvon Diggs, yes. Right now, absolutely. After week one, it would have been Chandler Jones, but he hasn't stayed at that high level, which it wouldn't have been possible. Offensive rookie of the year, 100% is Jamar Chase right now. It's not even close. Pleasant surprise of the Bengals, yeah, okay. Disappointment, the Giants, this guy's a Giants fan, so fair. Panic team is the Steelers, yeah, if I'm a Steelers fan... I'm panicking. Big Ben's washed. That team's not going to go anywhere. Sell high right now on the Raiders for sure. Buy low on the Vikings. I agree with that. And legend is Matt Nagy. Legend isn't a good thing in this version. And Micah Parsons would be my defensive rookie of the year right now. Let's see, what else is going on? Uh, my FaZe and Batman uh, comic books should be here tomorrow or Friday. So let me know on Twitter or here in the chat if I should make a video going over the comics, reading them, looking at them, all that stuff. Because I can do that. But, Yeah. Which team has impressed you the most this season? The Browns, Bucks, Cowboys, Bills, Raiders, Bengals, Ravens, Chargers, Rams, Cardinals. It's the Cardinals. They're the only undefeated team left in the NFL. And they're playing like that's never going to change. So, you know, that's interesting. Um, the weird thing going on between Joey Bosa and Derek Carr is pretty terrible. Joey Bosa sounds like an idiot. Because apparently Derek Carr's a coward for going down before he gets hit. Where, like, Brady's done it forever. Um, Manning did it. Mahomes does it. I mean, if you look at the NFL, how do you beat any quarterback? You want to beat Brady? Put pressure on him. You want to beat Mahomes? Put pressure on him. You want to beat fucking anybody? Pressure them. Like, you guys say Mahomes is the greatest quarterback in the NFL. He gets shit kicked when he's pressured. Look at them versus Tampa in the Super Bowl.
Like, so the entire Twitch leak thing was the, like, the entire website got leaked. Source code with comments for the website and various console phone versions. References to an unreleased Steam competitor. So a game store on PC. Uh, payouts got leaked. Pass Encrypted passwords got uh, leaked. So that's not great. Um, so yeah, if you use uh, Twitch and are a streamer and care, change your password today. It's important. Um, but I'm going to jump on Reddit real quick and try to find the Twitch, uh, whole Twitch leak thing. Okay. So they found the gross payouts of the top 100 highest paid Twitch streamers from August 2019 until October 2021. The actual highest earning Twitch channel in the last two years is Critical Role. D&D &D still runs the world. Dungeons and Dragons, that's dope. Number two is XQC. Uh, three is Summit 1G. Four is Tifu. Five is Nick Merck. Six is Ludwig. Seven's Tim the Tatman. And let's see, where where's some other people that people care about? Ranboo is 16. Rambo, Ranboo, whatever. Um, Moist Critical is at 22. Mizkiv is at 23. Shroud is at 25. Sykuno's at 28. Lupo's at 31. And again, this is just bits and don't uh bits and subs, not donations or uh sponsorships. It's none of that. Pokimane is at 39. Tommy Innitz at 40. Ninja's at 46, even though there were two you know years of this that he wasn't on Twitch. Amaranth is at 48. Symphony is at 52. Dakotas is at 53, even after taking time off. Um, ooh, I'm not seeing anyone else I know. Quackity is at 73. And Booga is 79. Nicky 30. Nick A30 is 80. Um... CDNT, CDN the third is at 86. Optic Scump is at 90. And that's about it. That's your, that's the people I recognize off the list of the biggest streamers. Well, not the biggest streamers, the highest earning streamers. Critical Role is, uh... The entirety of Twitch has been leaked. That's that's still so nuts to read. But yeah, don't forget again to go change your passwords. Deal with all the shit. 
it's weird to see the disparity between the amount of people. I mean, it's almost 50-50. The people, oh, these streamers earn too much. Oh, these streamers aren't earning enough. It's wild. Alinity's take on the Twitch leak. No one gives a fuck because you're Alinity. But... <laughs> I don't get the wish or the weird, like, like the argument basically of why the streamers should earn less is because, well, the game developers don't make that much. It's like, it's not Activision who's paying Tim the Tapman because he's playing Warzone. The people are paying Tim the Tapman. You know, any of his sponsors, I don't know who sponsors Tim, but, you know, like, he makes money from subs. Those aren't paid by Activision. Those are paid by people. Bits. Those aren't paid by Activision. Those are paid by people. Donations. People, again, not Activision, not the game companies. And then sponsorships. So maybe he's sponsored by Audio-Technica, or maybe he's sponsored by Canon, or G Fuel, or Apple. I don't fucking know. But that's where the money's coming from. So that's the other thing is it's like, Timmy only made $3 million in the last three years? No. That's just what he made off bits and subs, you fucking idiots. Oh, my God. The amount of streamers who don't understand this is just insane. But, oof. I think... Um... I think that's going to be the end of this episode for me. I know it was kind of short, but there wasn't a ton to talk about. And I, I don't want to just sit here and make it weird, you know. So I'm going to call it. So thank you for coming by, hanging out for episode 86. We will be back next week, Wednesday. Same bad time, same bad channel. So thanks for watching. We'll catch you then. Peace.